Do you need help protecting your finances as you enter retirement? David Dickens of KC Financial Advisors has got you covered. Welcome to the Cover Your Assets KC podcast. Hey there, it's another edition of Cover Your Assets KC. I'm Walter Storholt alongside David Dickens, the President and Wealth Advisor at KC Financial Advisors. We're online at CoverYourAssetsKC.com. And on today's show, we're talking about five things to know about QCDs, Qualified Charitable distributions. Can't wait for the conversation today. Love it when we're able to box things into a uh, nice little package with a bow on it, like five things to know. It's just very easy to remember, David, so I appreciate that and hope you're doing well. I am doing well, and I'm, I'm excited about this, um, this topic today. It's, it's one of the things that occasionally Congress puts some nice little goodies into a, into a, a tax bill that, that actually benefit people who have done pretty well for themselves. A lot of times it's, it disadvantages those kind of folks. So today's, uh, if you, if you've done well for yourself, you got a big, fat, juicy IRA or 401k, uh, this is a topic you'll absolutely positively want to know about. Uh, and we'll talk about a few opportunities and maybe a pitfall or two. Fantastic. I can't wait. And, uh, so let's get right to it and not waste any time today. So, uh, what is the first thing that we just need to know about QCDs? Well, so maybe before I get to number one, let me just real quickly backfill and say, well, what is a QCD? So a qualified charitable distribution, that came about because a couple of years ago, Congress significantly increased the amount of your standard deduction on your tax return, such that their goal was to eliminate maybe so that 90 or 95% of taxpayers did not have to do itemized returns anymore. And especially retired people. But if you're not doing an itemized return anymore, then your charitable contributions. Well, so for instance, if you're married filing joint this year and you're over 65, your standard deduction is is a is a little bit greater than 27 grand. Well, it's very unlikely that your itemized deductions, your schedule A, is going to add up to $27,650. If you're single, uh, that's fourteen thousand three hundred fifty bucks this year, and so any charitable gifts that you made to your church, your school, any other five hundred one c three, those would not be deductible for you. But what this does is to say, all right, I am now over seventy and a half. Well, that's actually number one. So in order to use a qualified charitable di- distribution, you have to be over seventy and a half years old. And what you're doing is gifting money directly from the custodian, you know, that's Fidelity or TD Ameritrade or Schwab, directly from the custodian, your IRA is having money going directly from the custodian to your church, to your university, uh, to a 501c3, a tax-exempt entity that you want to gift money to. And in that case, you don't actually write it off of your taxes, but the IRS never sees that distribution. They see it, but they don't get to count it as income to you. Whereas if you take the money from TD Ameritrade and then write a check to that church or your university, well, that is a totally tra- a taxable transaction. So QCD is a way to give money and still get the tax benefit even if you're not itemizing. And the number one thing to know about it is you have to be at least 70 and a half years old to qualify for a QCD. 
Certainly. So uh, this is going to be something for people who have already retired, gotten into that uh, phase of life for a little while, most likely, and now looking for, you know, kind of what to do on the tail end with some of these uh, some of these excess funds. So this is fantastic because I know a lot of people that you work with, David, uh, will be in that zone and interested in this concept of QCDs and how they can this benefit. Is, yeah, this and help is people. super common. Yeah. Super common for people that have, you know, they've saved well for themselves. It is kind of interesting, Walter. So people say, well, wait a minute, why 70 and a half? Well, because this was created when required distributions started at 70 and a half. And people didn't well, need that extra money everybody... all the time, right? <laughs> so most everybody knows required distributions now start at 72. But the the requirement for doing a QCD did not change from 70 and a half. So nice little extra benefit there. You don't have to wait until required minimum distributions start to do a QCD. Okay. Well, what is the second thing we should know about QCDs? Well, the second thing is, and it's a, and it's a fairly big number for most people, but the most you can give this way in any given year out of your 401k or your IRA, actually out of your IRA, I should say, is 100 grand per person. So if you're married filing jointly, well, each of you and your spouse could do 100 grand, so a total of 200 grand if you're single. You could do $20,000 to five different entities or 100 grand to your church, but either way, that's the most you can do in any given year. Okay, so we got some some limits here and there. That's good to know about. What about the third thing to know about QCDs? So the third one is actually something that I just corrected myself on as I was speaking. You can't do a QCD from a 401k. It has to be from an IRA rollover. So what most people do when they retire is they they have a couple of, they maybe have an IRA rollover that they've been uh, rolling old 401k plans into. And then they have a, a usually a nice big juicy 401k from their last employer. And if you're going to do a QCD, you need to roll that money into your IRA rollover. And from that bucket of money, you can do these QCDs all day long, as long as you're over 70 and a half, up to $100,000 per person. Okay, very good. That's good to know, David. Uh, we're moving through these quickly. I, I love it. Uh, fourth thing I'm to know about QCDs. I'm a man of QCDs. very few words, Walter. So I, well, I mean, you just no straight to the point to the day, today. That's great. Uh, how about the fourth thing to know? So... This is probably this is super important, but the money has to go from the custodian directly to the um, charity, the church, the university, etc. And it cannot go to, let's say, a donor-advised fund that you have set up previously, or it can't go to some um, private grant-making foundation. Uh, it has to go directly to, an in, to the institution that you're benefiting. So I have clients that, that made a, you know, maybe they had a, a business sale or something. And for, for charitable and tax reasons, they set up a donor advised fund. You can't gift money out of your IRA and put it into your donor advised fund. It has to actually go to the church or to your university, for instance, and it has to go directly from that custodian, TD Ameritrade, Fidelity, Schwab, directly at uh, what they normally do is send a check that would say made out to the charity and it'll have, for instance, my name on it so that they know, the charity knows who to credit when they get this big wad of money. But that's how it works. But it has to go directly to the charity. 
helpful. So it's kind of like when you're uh, doing an IRA rollover or something. You want to make sure that you don't let that money sit outside of an account for too long or else you'll be paying taxes and penalties and those kinds of things. you got to make sure you do all the timing and the, the direction of where to send that check and all of that appropriate, kind of some, some legalese-type items or some, uh, some formulas of how to make all this work properly on the back end here. Exactly. So for a 60-day rollover, you can let the money sit in your bank account for 59 days. But with a qualified charitable distribution, you can't let it sit anywhere for even two seconds. Ah. It has to go direct. If it touches your hands, your bank account, etc., gets disqualified. No good. So we want to make sure we do these properly. No mistakes allowed on this one. Uh, all right, what's the fifth thing to know about QCDs? So the fifth thing is, so we're right in the middle of tax season with our clients. We do probably 200 or 250 tax returns this year. And I've had a couple of clients that give me their list of charitable deductions because they still do itemize. And... They listed that amount of money also. They added that to the other charitable donations that they had made. So what you have to understand is you you don't get your cake and eat it too. With a qualified charitable distribution, the IRS doesn't count that as income. So you can't also take it as a deduction. So it's, you know, one or the other. If you're already itemizing, then maybe you don't mess around with the QCD. But if you're not itemizing, you absolutely want to do a QCD. And again, if you're itemizing, don't include it as in your list of contributions, or at some point that will come back to you and you'll end up in future years filing an amendment on this year's tax return and owing a bunch of money, a bunch of tax money on that distribution. I just had to amend last year's return, David, but luckily it was the other direction. I, I'll, I'll be getting a little extra back from the amendment. So. <laughs> that's, that's the best kind of, of amended tax return. I was just about you to know, say, yes. I, I would have had very little motivation to do it otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Walter, one freebie. I know we said five, but there's, a, there's actually kind of an, an add-on here. I've seen uh, IRA accounts that have check-writing privileges. That's just the way that the client set it up at TD Ameritrade or Fidelity or et cetera. And what you want to make sure that you do is on these QCDs, you don't want to wait till mid-December to have either to come in to see me or your advisor and and say, hey, I forgot, I need to do these QCDs right away. Which you can run into or write a check yourself from your IRA directly to the church. That'll work as long as they cash the check and record it as a 2022 contribution. But if they cash the check in 2023 and record it in their books as a 23 contribution, then your QCD doesn't count for this year. So not only do you, not only is it a, it won't be a taxable transaction because the government will think you didn't take an RMD this year. So it gets very twisty. A lot of things to unwind if you wait till the end of the year to do this. So you know, the latest you'd really want to be doing this is kind of around September 1st or October 1st. Don't get in in November, December and think I'm going to jam through a QCD at the last minute. It might work out, but it also might cause you a lot of headache and heartache uh, in the next couple of years as you're filing amended returns. I've got one more other like little bonus bonus question for you, David. And and it, you, you, I feel like you kind of covered it a little bit, but I just want to clarify perhaps is anybody doing a QCD who's not 
worried about that RMD component? I mean, is this really just a solution for folks who have the RMD problem? Or is a, does a QCD make sense even if somebody's, even if the RMD issue isn't involved? So someone who's done super well for themselves, and they're just trying to burn off uh, income, well, they're, they're charitable. And a lot of their money sits in, a, in, a four, in an IRA or an old 401k that they rolled over into an IRA. It's a really nice way to up to 100 grand because somebody's, somebody's RMD is, in most cases, unlikely to be greater than $100,000 per person in the couple. And it could be, but at age 70 and a half or 72 or 75, it's relatively unlikely. And so it's a really good way to be charitable with the money you set aside for retirement. And maybe you still take your... You, you may still take money out. You probably wouldn't because you're you're satisfying the requirement. You're just you're just burning off money that is at some point going to be taxable. And I mean, who knows? Two or three, four or five years from now, they could reverse and not allow QCDs anymore. So it's a really good way for people to uh, gift this type of money while they're living to um, charities they care about and not have the IRS get to take a bite out of it. Fantastic. Uh, I think that's a great clarification, David, and uh, shows you the flexibility of that program. So if QCDs are something you're interested in taking advantage of, or you can see how that might be helpful for your financial situation, you definitely want to do it correctly, do it right, because RMDs are you know, often a big part of the uh, component and uh, a component in the equation. You want to make sure that you're following all the rules appropriately. And David and his team, it's common. They help walk people through this all the time. So give them a call if you've got any questions about this at all. 913-317-1414 is the number. Or go online to coveryourassetskc.com. Not only can you get in touch with David there, but you can also find other great resources, past episodes of the show, blog posts, lots of other great things there as well. Coveryourassetskc.com. And as always, we'll link to it in the description of today's show. Well, David, thank you so much for all of the help and guidance on the program today and for breaking down these QCDs for us. Looking forward to chatting with you again next week. I will look forward as well. I have absolutely no idea what we're going to talk about, but we'll come up we with something. We always come up with something good. So. <laughs> something compelling. Fantastic. Uh, well, thank you, David. We appreciate it. For David Dickens, I'm Walter Storholt. We will talk to you next time right back here on the Cover Your Assets KC Podcast. Investment advisory services offered through ChangePath LLC, a registered investment advisor. ChangePath LLC and KC Financial Advisors are separate companies.